Welcome to Anarchist Roundtable, episode one. I am your temporary host, host, um, and this is the new AKs and Anar- AKs and Assholes podcast segment that AKs will be hosted by. Sorry, what? That's what you started to say. No, it'll be hosted by Toenail. So, AKs and Assholes segment that will be hosted by Toenail in future segments. This will be a bi-weekly segment. Um, as always, if you didn't listen to any other fucking episodes, you can find me on Twitter at Couldn't Be Toast. You can find the podcast on Twitter at AKs and Assholes. The rest of you can drop your ads. You can find me at Steel Duke Forty Four. Find me at Voodoo Boomstick on Twitter. Uh, D Spike Ninety. Uh, Nave. And then, host. Uh, you can find me at Def underscore Non underscore Toenail. Uh, right now I'm banned because Twitter is a schmuck, and I'm going to literally shit down the throats of every Twitter employee. But, um, yeah. And her opening of this cast, um, the what was thrown down was talking about everybody's political positions, how we got here, stuff like that. And I think it's only suitable for the future host of the segment to just start with his shit. All right. Well, I was never really like super go out of my way political bullshit i was just kind of like right-leaning and then one day just kind of got tiresome gave up and uh now we're here just yeah exactly like, <laughs> I just, wake, up, wake up post wiener go to sleep wake up post wiener. <laughs> it's a never-ending cycle <laughs> It's like the it's nightmare like, is real. <laughs> I mean, I'm completely honest with you. Like, it's really liberating to not be political because now you don't have to follow the other side's politics, but you also don't have to follow any other side's politics at all. No matter, no matter what, like, no matter what they do, like, it's it's like it's like everyone else being super hyped and and having to do all this shit for like the goddamn Super Bowl every like four years, and I'm over here like, yeah. I don't have to do any of that. And I also like don't give a shit about like your team. I don't give a shit what what any of your team thinks. I, I don't care. I never gave a shit. Uh, I'm just kind of over here vibing in my own little corner. Uh, I mean, you can piss and cry and shit and fart and poop and come on Twitter. Wah, wah, wah. He built a gun. I'll keep doing it. I don't care. Make it illegal. Like, who's going to stop me? You're going to stop me? No, nobody's going to stop me. Better men are going to die for you to do that shit. I don't care. I genuinely could not give a shit. I, I, like, I can, I can go out my backyard right now, find some goddamn hose clamps and a goddamn piece of Unistrut and probably make a goddamn bomb. You think I care? You think I give a shit? No. So, that's where I am. Well, and you see it time and time again, like, even like in like France here recently, like, they're starting to cry out, we can't do anything because we don't have guns. Hmm, I wonder why. Yeah, exactly. Who wants to uh, airdrop France lots of uh, PSA guns? Oh, dude, I'd airdrop them Red Rider BB guns, you know, like anything. (laughs) 
Yeah, and that's kind of how I got to my position uh, politically as well. Is I was kind of always a centrist, and then I just got really jaded in, in college whenever I realized how much of a sham everything is, and then kind of just slowly slipped down the anarchist rap. Oh, you know, I was an ANCAP for a little minute, decided it was kind of too much bullshit, and now I'm just an anarchist. No, no adjectives. Um, I've, I've been a little bit more outspoken about most of my political views, um, in podcast episodes. Everybody knows I'm left-leaning anarchist. Um, mutualist is the easy way to put it. Brahan is the more complicated way of putting it. Um, I... All that again. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going into all of that, but I, I was just kind of putting up phrases for people to kind of look up to kind of understand where I'm coming from. Um, How do you spell that? Brahan? B-E-R-E-H-O-N if I'm correct. Yeah, no. Um, Brahan Law is Brahan Law is where it derives, this is where I'm deriving the term from. I'm not actual like traditional Brahan. I'm just saying that like... It's the closest thing. Yeah, it's probably the closest thing I can get to. Like, other than just saying mutualist. um, Yeah. I basically, in short, I firmly believe in, you know, a voluntary community with property rights. Um, I think we can all can get behind that. I mean, we're not yeah. all going to 100% agree. That's one of the things that I like about this community is you can oh, have yeah. people that don't agree, but they still, you know, are good friends and can communicate effectively. Mm -hmm. I got on Twitter in like 2018 just so I could like follow some shit that I was kind of into at the time. Um, then I like, like some it was I was Republican for a well a long while, um. Then I like I <laughs> flag me all you want. I did vote for Trump the first run, um. I didn't. I wasn't like really politically oriented. I was just like, yeah, no, socialism bad. Kind of like you know what they all scream, but they don't actually understand what the fuck it actually is. You know, because socialism is bad, but they don't understand why it's bad. Um. Yeah. Um, everything I don't like is socialism. Yeah, everything I don't like is socialism. Everything I don't like is communism. You dirty commie bastards, and and that even includes like, I've been trying to like work with people in the community myself. Um, I mean, like, so you want to throw me out of a helicopter just because I think that you should be able to pick from my garden? Yeah, I told you, you could. The kind of shit like, like they see some like gay couple kissing or something. And they're, they're like, this is oh, what socialism that's, does. That's, that's cultural Marxism. Yep. Which it's actually the opposite of cultural Marxism. Yeah. Um. But anyways, so I went from that and I was like, I got into this fucking gun thread um, because I've always been incredibly pro firearm, incredibly pro firearm. Um, it's only gotten more and more like how do you how could you phrase like loose terms like you know at this point I'm just like go ahead own 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 a fucking nuke I don't fucking care, um, but um I got into this like fucking thread about like wanting to ban drum magazines and I was just like that's stupid most drum magazines are more for aesthetic unless you have like an automatic firearm. Realistically speaking, like at least me personally, I don't want to punch an AK trigger fucking seventy five times. 
uh while trying to hold up a five pound paperweight you know on the bottom of my gun that's just me personally i think they're aesthetic as hell i think i love them but like they're just not like how do you say like they're not feasible if that makes sense like they're not yeah they also jam a lot and we yeah they jam a lot they require a lot of maintenance things like that and i'm just like out of all 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 the attachments that you could throw to a mag like on a gun like drum mag should be like one of the least worries when it comes down to like quote-unquote like shooter problems because um, like you they really only walk with dry lube too and it's just a pain in the ass to put it in yeah, them it's it's all just terrible but th- we still own them they're still fun to own but like it's like it's basically like if it's five five six it's your five pound paperweight if it's seven six two it's your seven pound paperweight like that's all it really fucking is um and that kind of drove me into the libertarian circle and i was sitting there and i was like yeah being a libertarian is cool being an ancap is cool because i was always more edged towards ancap than libertarian um like right off the bat i was like you know maybe what they're saying is really right about these politicians holy fuck they are fucking right about these politicians so i like went down kind of this like crazy little lab- rabbit hole of like being like yeah no and like the lp itself is fucking you know contradictory all the time and they're fucking it's it's they're no better than the republicans or the democrats and so i ended up being an ancap and then i realized that like ancaps are just libertarians that want to pay for their police versus the police exist in the government system um and they're no better than fucking libertarians if not they're worse honestly because a lot of ANCAPs I ran into end up being unironically incredibly racist. Um, yeah, <laughs> literally. I mean, I, I'm super. <laughs> yeah, look at look at fucking Rose Pinochet. Like Rose Dude. Pinochet is like one of the prime examples. Like a huge followed yeah. account, fucking Idiot. massively followed account, incredibly fucking racist. Um, I just refuse to follow women. <laughs> yeah, that's um and then i was just like maybe let's let's ancap isn't working so what do we just kind of go to here and i was just like right-leaning anarchist seems fine and then i really really found myself learning through like because i've done a lot of research clearly um that like left-leaning anarchism in my opinion was definitely a more positive outlook on things it seems to be it's just for me at least like through reading things like ted kaczynski um and reading you know a few other things you know from voting as violence to just political theory in general i was just like i think that leftism no ted hated liberalism True. Yeah, that, that's a that's a pretty common misconception. Yeah, yeah. I always think it's really yeah. Ted yeah, never really like, Speaking like, of um that subject, Br has a very good episode on his solo show with uh, No Adjectives uh, from Instagram, who's uh, a very big um know. influence on my political philosophy. And he kind of breaks it down how BR leftism is, is not liberalism. Yep, and that's the, that's kind of the big thing is that like I can. You know, like Kaczynski was very clearly talking about the political left in the United States and or just the world in general, because it's there is no difference from the fucking Democrats in the United States than the liberals in fucking the UK. 
I um, think it's like I would say the Western things. world. I, I Western world like is probably the good way to phrase it. I think it's like choosing between someone drowning you and lighting you on fire. Like they're both awful, but given your opinion, one might be a little bit less awful than the other. Well, no, because I'm I'm left. I'm left. That's the thing. Like I'm more left leaning than I am right. I don't even sit center. I'm very much more left. I've been very open about expressing that. Um, like it's liberalism in general that is the actual cancer. It's not left. Yeah, uh, didn't Ted Kaczynski going back to him because he did hate liberalism, not leftist. But did he have some long quote where he's like? Yeah, if liberals actually cared about black people, they'd do it less obviously, but they something like that, huh? He was he very much said he very much in uh one of the newer iterations, because I believe I have the third iteration or the fourth iteration of technological slavery, where he said any movement that is driven by li- like he said leftism, it was very clearly more liberalism is a movement um already in motion to fail. Yeah. Um, and that, that's just kind of thing. Like a lot of the, like the, the pro nature aspects are definitely more left sided than right sided because you're caring more about nature than you are capitalism, things like that. Um, that's where I come from. That's why, that's where I was very heavily influenced by Kaczynski was much more on the nature aspects than the, as much as the technological slavery aspects, because I'm a very, very firm believer that technology and nature can, um, work uh work and thrive next to each other but it requires uh moral restriction and that's kind of what you know the world's lacking in my opinion anyways i'd agree um yeah Yeah. like i I very firmly believe that with moral restriction both nature and technology can thrive um but like where we're at the world is there's so much greed um through things like capitalism as a very good um, example, that um, nature has no place to thrive because they're too busy killing off nature for a better gain for their own, you know, wallet. See, like, I guess that look at you... lithium, like look at lithium farming in general. Like, yeah, um, lithium's one of those things that's kind of funny to me because so many people like it. It doesn't pollute us, and then you look at a fucking lithium mine. It's like, oh, that's yeah and well here here's another good example like you know i i as much as everybody enjoys it and i can't even like argue too much myself because i'm a firearms enjoyer like um you know things like fireworks like i cannot stand the fourth of july it pisses me off because it uh throws off uh wildlife so much it like literally disrupts wildlife to such a far extent like anybody knows like the trash as well I'm incredibly anti-war and I'm incredibly pro-nature um, viewed. So, like, when I'm sitting there and I'm listening to, like, it almost sounds like a whole th- ass-fucking war zone in just a small city block because that's how many fucking fireworks are going off. Yeah, like, um, I don't know what it says about my mental state, but I love the 4th of July just because I find it easier to sleep having that shit. Okay, that's just, that's an entire different thing away from political, That's, a, diff- that's a different, uh can of worms to open up their bib yeah but like you know like a good example is that um one of the na- like one of the more ecosystem centric kind of things in my area is there's actually a pretty large bat population in my area um, Dude, bats and, and bats 
unironically are very big impact on the ecosystem as a whole. So like Fourth of July just absolutely destroys those poor little creatures, and I cannot fucking it just pisses me off to no end. Like, I have no problem with, like, you going out into the middle of the woods and shooting during the night. Like, yeah, it disrupts wildlife, but I also can't tell you what to do. And I don't really have a problem with it because I, too, am an individual that's kind of along those lines of, like, yeah, you know, go night shooting. It's fun. It's also a a small scale versus, like, you know, fireworks, not only is it the sound and the light and all that, but it's also you got to think of all the trash from the fireworks. It contaminates the air for a short period of time. Yeah, I'm sure. Like these, like these little, like these little creatures. These little creatures don't have the same lungs as us. You also have to remember that. And this shit will fuck up our lungs. They'll just fucking die. Um, and you're like literally layering their fucking lungs with ash, and it's fucking terrible. But like, but yeah, that's kind of like where I've gotten to with my political um, points of view. Yeah. Yeah. Who's going next? I guess you are. Yeah. Okay. So I was raised a Christian, uh, conservative, uh, very Republican. Uh, I was sort of in that way of thinking until I was like 16. And then I started looking at like libertarianism, stuff like that. Uh, I, d- I went down the conspiracy rabbit hole in at like 17 or 18 and uh, found somebody named William Cooper. I don't know if anyone knows anything about him, but he was a constitutionalist, hated the two-party system, hated cops, shit like that. So for a long while there, I was thinking of myself as a constitutionalist. But I started seeing people that call themselves that and they're fucking idiots. They they'll like be your generic Republican and call themselves a constitutionalist and just be shitting all over everything they claim to believe in. Um, and then I went to uh, ANCAP there for a while after that. And saw all the the racism and shit and realized I don't give a fuck about economics. And now I'm just a fucking anarchist. Uh, yeah, no adjectives. I just want to be left the fuck alone. Uh, and uh, what really helped drive me over here is... Uh, democracy is literally destroying my the state i've always lived in uh there's 30 counties here deciding uh no uh three counties here deciding how the other 30 have to live it's literally majority rule here in oregon it sucks So that's where I'm at. Yeah, that sounds like shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I think about it, and that's how it is everywhere. So, you know. Yeah. I was like, that's what's happening where I'm at, too. 
<laughs> dude, you except, live in not three counties. It's like one. It's just like Fuck democracy, dude. I fucking hate it. And voting is violence. Yep. And it's gay. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. <laughs> D Spike. Oh boy, here we go. Um, mine's Ooh. probably going to be longer. <laughs> that spicy. Right. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> pardon me. Sorry, I bad allergies this time of year. I was just on a motorcycle ride earlier. Um, so if I clear my throat some, that's why. That and all the cock, I suck. But I did not. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I did not expect your voice to be like that. I was like, expense, yeah, I was expecting a disgruntled like mid twenties man. I, I sound that, like a little little girl. My I know. favorite effeminate woman. Um, yeah, I I I can't make bussy jokes anymore in GC. You sound I, like one of Dennis's twinks. Yeah, I've, I, <laughs> <laughs> all six million of them. Yeah, all I've, I've got the voice of like one of those pseudo intellectuals you hear on YouTube. It sucks. But, you know, whatever you do, do not engrave that bake I just sent you. I swear to God, if it gets a oh fuck no, I'm not a psycho, dude. No. God, no. I might sound gay, but I'm not. <laughs> so, alright, let me give what you What does the... that mean? <laughs> hey. I've got that effeminate voice. I, I just you're straight? Uh, I, uh, that's so weird. You're the second person I've ever met that's been straight with the effeminate voice, and it's been within a month. Um, yeah, some of us just lost the genetic lottery. <laughs> the gay tracking you down, though. That's okay some girls are into that shit though yeah i mean mine seems to tolerate it enough i don't know how i i mean if i had put up with me for this long i'd have shot me <laughs> i feel that so but, maybe uh, she's waiting for the light fucking, to go and bro that's a fucking <laughs> mood and a half holy shit so yeah my my political history you know let me let me open up with we we live in a society but uh, we, we, me and our, the gay joker the modern world here the modern western world especially in america does not believe in redemption or change um this is something that's actually okay i'm gonna get a little brainy i swear to god you lecture me on my religion i will end you Fuck, oh, no 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 this isn't reddit um <laughs> But the uh, the author Tom Holland, he's a historian. He's actually talked about this a bit. How we've kind of replaced our traditional, we'll say, Judeo-Christian ethics with uh, we've replaced evil with racism, and uh, we don't believe in forgiveness anymore. But uh, I'm going to ask that you all believe in forgiveness for the next few minutes. <laughs> Fuck you! I'm pagan. I don't got that in me. That's just do your best, bud. Because oh, I've got a hell of a story for you. Not Yo, really that Pib, crazy. Pib, loan me your god for a sec. <laughs> yeah, just just borrow borrow Jesus. He'll, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll help you. So uh, Jesus, like Toast is gonna be like, hey, buddy, think that Jesus isn't a lawnmower, people. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I grew up in a traditional middle america evangelical christian uh republican kind of household uh, my parents are boomers uh if you if i mean i'm using all the buzzwords here like it's it was televangelism all that garbage and i i kind of was a into it until i was probably about 15 or so 
And in my rebellious teenage uh, anger, I decided, God's fake, it's all a joke, Karl Marx seems really cool, and I got really into communism. Are you the effeminate oh, version of me? Uh, no, we're gonna go down some stranger roads in a bit. Wait, 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 Toast me. That's, that's, like that's, like that's like the exact thing that happened to me, brother. Basta, basta, basta. So I, I get into Marx, I get into communism, I get really into Lenin. I thought he was a fucking genius. Hindsight's twenty twenty, obviously, but I was, I mean, I was quite literally a dumb child. I don't know. I, I think putting your wife and your mistress on the same train car and playing it off is, like, <laughs> is pretty fucking genius. So I, I continue with that. I continue with that philosophy through high school. And then I I had always been kind of one of those weird shut-in, spend-all-day-on-the-internet guys. And so I was always on, like, you know, the edgy sites. 4chan. Wow. And, uh, you know, around that time was when... Around that time was when... Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to speak over you. Uh, whoever that was, I didn't hear. I was just saying I was on 4chan a lot, too. Yeah, I, I mean, I still am to some degree. Not nearly the same boards. Mostly just biz. <laughs> I like to talk about on, losing money with friends. I was on X and K a lot. That's I was it. on K. I was on I K for a long time. Was on K. Yeah, <laughs> everybody was. K and then uh, around 2015 was when I graduated from college. Or high school, sorry. Fuck, I'm retarded. And I got into the whole political movement that was starting at the time with, you know, Donald Trump. Because I, I felt very disenfranchised with the political system, as any communist would be. Um, and I saw him as an outsider, and I thought, oh, okay, let's check this guy out. I, I can get behind this. And at the <laughs> time, you also had the whole alt-right thing starting to rise. And, I mean, that encompassed a lot of views, basically anything other than, a, you know, bog-standard pay money to Israel Republican. And <laughs> I'm just speaking truth here. I've, I've decided, know, like, that's what it <laughs> before this podcast started, I thought, you know what, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold anything back, and uh, if the world kills me for it, it kills me. <clears throat> Were you one of those communists for Trump people? No. So around that time, my viewpoints started shifting, <clears throat> and I, I started getting into uh, fascism, unironically. Oh, what I, the fuck? <laughs> buddy, this is gonna, I, like I said, this is gonna be a wild ride. Yeah, I've had friends into that. I I really was into it. I mean, I read... So I started with bog-standard fascism. I thought, yeah, that Mussolini guy seems okay. And mm. then I also had those more socialist leanings, so I got into... Wait, well, wait, but Mussolini is Italian. He just got, like, really into pasta. It... Uh, I got into the, the idea of, you know, merging business and government, so to speak, just to put things really dumbly. <laughs> um, but socialism I, with extra steps. Yes, so that's why I started getting socialism, into more, with spaghetti. more socialism. <laughs> we'll yeah, say more nationalism really mixed with he, socialism. He I'm gonna, I'm gonna have Dianaxis etched on a mag. Socialism, socialism but with spaghetti, with spaghetti <laughs> and just have a picture of him on the front. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just gonna be fucking Pib's icon. It's just gonna be socialism with spaghetti. <laughs> Dude, I love my fucking little stupid icon. 
<laughs> so yeah, I started getting into that. <clears throat> yeah, the whole alt-right movement. I mean, you had... A, I'm going to mention something that I don't think most people have heard of, but the right stuff. Those guys are actual, like, Nazis, like, you know, Sieg Heil 1488 types. And I was listening to them at the time because I'm 18 and that. stupid. Um, like, everything I'm about to say, I was dumb and I was a, barely an adult. <laughs> Disclaimer, kill this man. People change. And I, I think that's a thing that we should be celebrating, but we don't. Instead, we, you know, hang everybody on Twitter. <laughs> If you still have those opinions after being shown alternative viewpoints, maybe we can have a discussion. But a lot of people just don't explore outside of their worldview. I don't know. They I kind think of... I'm still going to flame Fenix Ammo. <laughs> well, that's fine. He's an, he's really he's seen everything. He's just dumb. He's a piece of shit. He's ignorant. Don't be so ignorant. But um, so I start getting into that stuff. I, I, I would for a period of time around then, I would have considered myself an actual like, I don't like using the word Nazi, but I was big into that and NSDAP stuff. I mean, I read it all. I read the, the comfy book, so to speak. I read, you know, Evola. I read... Uh, you read the comfy book. Yeah, the comfy <laughs> book. I read um, uh, Culture of Critique. Did you did you get SS bolts and a swastika tattooed on your chest though? No tattoos. Okay, no I tattoos. Had a that did that. I can change oh, that. <laughs> no, no, he got the fucking brand. Amazon will sell me a tattoo gun for fifty dollars. I can change that spike. <laughs> Give me a Charles Manson one on the forehead. <laughs> It'll be really shitty. It's gonna be like a child drew it, just like Charles Manson. <laughs> So yeah, I was into that for a long time. Um, at the same time, I mean, I think what really drew me into it was the whole, uh, oh boy, here I go, mentioning in big brain things, even though I am a tiny insect. Um, a lot of like Nietzsche's thinkings, you know, the will to power, life is meaningless, yada, yada, yeah. yada. You, this all kind of stems out from that initial teenage rebellion again. Still kind of fighting. Um and I was a functioning alcoholic for quite a while. And I was just kind of wallowing in misery and hating Jews. <laughs> if I'm going to be honest, that's what I was doing. I would get blackout. I'd get off work. I'd start drinking. I'd get really mad. And then I'd wake up and I'd do it again. <clears throat> and then... Um, it's cool, though. People, people do change. Like you said, uh, I used to be incredibly racist. Yeah, uh, and clearly I'm no. not that at all anymore. No, I mean I still yeah. have the humor. <laughs> um, I think is it's still very fun. Come again? Is everyone in this podcast equally a neo-Nazi? Is that that's what this is? I've always <laughs> no, been. I've never claimed to be anything other. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the 1488 Fash Hour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, my granddad. I think, I, think I, I think I was the only guy who never went to fascism. <laughs> I think I just stayed in communism and then was just like Republican. <laughs> Wouldn't say I ever went to fascism or anything like that, but I was racist. <laughs> you was? I mean, was? Yeah, still was. Am. We was racist and shit, man. Yeah, it, we, we was. <laughs> Was is the question here, not not anything else. Was is the real. We question. was used to be racist and all, but we not. We changed. We saw we. 
<laughs> but yeah, so I, I was a full-blown Nazi. I, fuck it, I'll say it. I was. Um, and I was supporting things with monetary reasons. Like, the, let me just put my sins out there to the world. Um, I, I, I was supporting various groups, and I regret doing everything that I did, but I did. Um, and then I met the girl that I'm currently with, and hopefully Is going to black? marry... God, no. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean that that way. I don't find black women attractive. I don't mean that in like a I hate them kind of way. I just dug the biggest grave ever with that slip right there. No, no. no see, I, I was talking about the meme of like racist on Discord, the racist is trans, and you're like, yeah. The racists are really woman. on Zoom. Yeah, fucking kid did be like Michelle Obama's a gorilla. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, first of all, I never he's said that. Funny. I said he yes, has gorilla. No, I said. No, you he called has her a gorilla. Arms. You called no. her a gorilla. I said you he did. has gorilla-like arms. No, no, no. You called her an outright gorilla, dude. You did. Can't be I look, I said dog. she looks D -Spike's like a gorilla. Like, like, dude, Pib and D-Spike could like have a good cup of tea together. Like, D-Spike's <laughs> just like, ugh, black women. <laughs> oh no, black women, run! <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't find them very attractive. And okay, kind of the... but here's the real racist case, and I gotta ask you, D-Spike, did you truly change? Do you lock your doors whenever you drive next to uh, people of a more melanated stature? <laughs> I will say this. I think the difference between observing things and acting proactively in racism is racism is hating them for it, and being proactive is not hate. It's uh, being reasonable. If I'm in a high crime area, I'm going to lock the doors and carry. It has nothing to do with people's skin color. I, I, I'll agree. I do the same shit when I go near the trailer park near my, my <laughs> That's place. That's what I do when I go to the grocery store. There's trash everywhere. Trash comes in many flavors and colors. Yeah. Uh, some, Clearly some... your old political views. Yeah. Yeah. Well, white. I mean, white trash is the most dangerous, if you ask me, because they're unstable. White, dude, white trash is the worst. They, they will, like cut you up as somebody who deals a bunch with of around here as somebody but... who deals with white trash on a consistent basis they are the worst dude yeah. white trash is some fucking crazy people we were clearing land for a lz for the company have a big ass like d6 uh cartoon we're pushing down to this guy out of nowhere shows up he goes this y'all's tractor uh yeah can you get off my property no so i came to tell you that's a Real fine looking tractor. I'm leaving now. And he just fucking wanders off. I'm like, oh, okay then. Why the does it sound like you should Why have does died. it sound like Pib is in like some fucking like train tunnel right now? He's in a can of Mr. Uh, Pib. I am in my tunnels at the moment, taking the AC. Of so so how did you go from fascist to anarchist? Yes, yes, yeah, we got sidetracked there. So <clears throat> I, I met the girl I'm currently with, and hopefully I'll grow the balls to finally marry someday. Uh, <laughs> the woman is who is not with black. A, with, with, a voice, with a voice like that, I doubt it, buddy. Uh, someday I will. <laughs> I mean, right now it's kind of financially difficult, because I, I don't want to explain it, because then somehow somebody will find me where I'm at, and then my life will be over. Um, 
So I'm in your I met walls, her, dude. It isn't that hard. I mean, if you're in my, I don't care if you are. It's it's you know, to quote Ted Kaczynski, it's liberals. <laughs> They'll end your life. I found anarchists to be very understanding. But um, fair enough. So anyway, I'm getting off track. You got see. This is why I was like, I was thinking I should go last because I'm going to talk a lot. <laughs> but um, anyway, so I meet her. And uh, so you got this guy, nihilist, fashion, I mean, literal Nazi. He just oh, sees a mixed race couple and the blood starts boiling kind of guy. Humor Nazi. Quite literally. I mean, I was like the pole meme of the fucking, what is it, the chud? <laughs> the oh, West has fallen. Six, billions six, must six, die. Yeah, billions <laughs> must die. <laughs> I was one of those kinds. And I meet her. And she is... We met on online dating because I was not Asian. going outside. <laughs> no, I'm not an ANCAP. <laughs> I am not an ANCAP. Or is that libertarians who do that? That's eh, both. No, she's Catholic. And I go, oh, God. What? What's a Catholic? Don't they like worship the Pope or something? So I start doing some research on this Catholic thing and yada, yada, yada. Um, my opinions i'm gonna have a new bio for you by the time you're done that's fine you can give me the worst one in the world um <laughs> former nazi seems to like jesus what the hell scared of black women black women scared of black women doesn't hate oh, them just scared of them. just just afraid of them <laughs> That old, when the old black lady in the grocery store is just like, thank you, Sugar, for fucking taking the <laughs> food you had. Yeah, he just screams at <laughs> once. He's just like, you're sorry, I'm sorry. Liquid <laughs> diarrhea pouring out of my pants. Too much, but I feel like I have to ask, can you make dinner reservations on the phone? Or do they think you're like a kid playing a prank? Um... I don't have the money to go to those places, so <laughs> I've Fair never enough. done it. He's but, also uh, scared there might be black women there, so he doesn't go there. Yeah, it could be a black woman. <laughs> steers, that picks steers up. Can't do phone calls. Got to make a doctor's appointment. Can't call in. Like fucking uh, paint color scales and just holds it up to him to know if he should be scared or not. Exactly. Really, Peter Griffin meme. Motherfucker mother really hates going to Kaiser. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, she convinces me to go back to college. And I do so. And I take a introductory philosophy course because I needed it for transferring to a real uh, college because I was in a community college at the time. And that course changed my life in a very positive way because at the time I was starting to become warm to the idea of eh, maybe there's some kind of being out there that exists that made us or plural beings. I don't know. And it, it got me really into philosophy of uh, various people uh thinkers and one that really influenced me was nozick um i think it's spelled like n-o-z-y-k um jewish guy who wrote Very a lot about Nozick. no jew he was a jew that's why i mentioned him specifically he wrote a lot Did about those scare uh, you as well or is it just it's just black women just black just, women just i just see him in just black guess, well, women. what about hispanic <laughs> women he'll walk they will cut you full, he'll walk into a room full of black <laughs> women yeah. he'll be like what's up homies but like he walks into like an entire store with one black woman and he goes out screaming like a toddler um, yep I, I mean, I grew up in a really ghetto place, so I used to hang out with the black people a lot. 
I had okay. an N-word pass. Well, how did you end up? How did you? I don't even want to know. Okay, keep going. Life is very complicated, and many things change us. <laughs> uh, are you scared of Oprah as well? Like, does your wife watch you, and you just have like Vietnam flashbacks? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm afraid she's going to give me a car. I can't pay taxes on that. I'm poor. <laughs> I'm broke, brother. I'm broke. What's with, the what's with the anarchist community being broke? Tell <laughs> we want to live. We have very expensive really hobbies. Expensive, yeah, really expensive I think hobbies, hobbies are a big part of it. If I didn't yeah. have night vision, I'd probably have a 401k. <laughs> It'd be like that. <laughs> it's, it's just true. <laughs> uh, to fight the government, one must uh, give up material positions, because uh, what's the government going to take from you if you're fucking poor? Exactly. exactly. My virginity. Other than your, your what? For some odd For reason, what? I find huh? that hard to believe. And there's somebody, there's some woman out there very proud to have it. Um. Yeah, no, she's dead. Her fucking organs got ruptured. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I get into Nozick. My my opinions start getting a little more libertarian in nature. Um, around that time. <clears throat> I start reading about people like uh, Dorothy Day. She, she was actually, I would argue, you know, left anarchist. The lady who went to teachings. the Wizard of Oz, right? No, that was uh, just Dorothy. <laughs> no, Dorothy Day was a social activist in like the sixties and seventies. Um, but I found out about her because I was like, damn, I I hate everything. I need political views that mesh with my new worldview where maybe I shouldn't hate people for being, you know, Jewish or black. <laughs> because at the time, well, I converted to the Catholic Church, and that's, if you want to do a show on that, I could talk a lot. That, that was a wild ride. Um, <laughs> how did a guy who ended up... What, what was that? Somebody say something, or did I have a stroke? No, I, I don't know what that was. I think you're having your stroke. Okay, I thought I was smelling burnt toast, so... <laughs> I'm doing good then. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Then COVID hits. And I see the power that the state has at its fingertips to unload on the populace. And uh I'm disgusted and horrified by it. And that that was what made me go fuck the state. <laughs> to put it lightly. Um Suddenly, thought that fascism wasn't so great. I mean, at that point, my my opinions towards fascism had died off. Um, at that point, it was like more that. just general libertarian views of let's have a smaller government. There's going to be some liberal that listens to this podcast and is going to be like, "Yep, that's they're all it. Nazis. Fascism, they're all Nazis. Fascism, He's still a Nazi. Fascism right. and anarchism go hand in hand, and it's like, oh, great here." It does. We, we literally openly hate only black women. Yeah, like, only our, only black women. That's, I'm incredibly yeah. attracted that's our to black women. Yeah, that's our, that's our Jews. <laughs> no, 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 not hate. Fear. Yeah, we fear. fear. We do not hate. Fear. Yeah, fear. Fear. fear not we hate. We're cool with everyone, but Look, black women are scary. All I'm saying is yeah, that black scary. women hold at least some amount of uh, black magic in their handbags. It's just normal to be scared of them. Yeah, especially like, like, like the like the like the old grandma like, ones with like the big boobs that like keep the random things in their bra. Like you never know what they're gonna pull out, dude. They could pull out an entire, like, an entire RPG seven. Yeah. 
Yeah, not to mention black women wear all those oh. big rings. They fucking break your jaw like a pair of brass yeah. knuckles. Yeah, they're scary. <laughs> That's all we're saying. We're just, we're just a little afraid. All right. Give yeah, us a few years, we'll open up to them, right? To uh, rain your flesh from your bone. To uh, yeah, to we're, we're scared of them. <laughs> we do not hate. We only fear. I'm really only fear. Posting this. I hate. This. We're the meerkat <laughs> party. We're only afraid of things. <laughs> um, won't let me back on, or I would post. We're all afraid of black women. <laughs> <laughs> Deep down, we all fear black women. Yeah. Let's see, Even maybe, black maybe, maybe, women fear maybe. the uh, bigger black women. The law of the jungle. <laughs> oh god, I just realized that that could be taken <laughs> in a bad way. Fuck. This is not what I'm doing. You just used to be racist. <laughs> I, I, I used to. I still am, but I used to too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so anyway, long story short, um, I saw the state becoming porn and always in Discord. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just thought I was going to start posting black chick porn in the Discord just to scare half of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> that color. <laughs> the pussy be be black too. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, uh, COVID showed me just how, how ruthless the state can be when it wants to be. And um, that's when I really kind of went, yeah, this is fucked. I hate the state. And uh, I guess, ideally, I'm an anarchist. But in, act in practicality, you know, in the real world, in the modern nightmare world that we live in, where oh, yes. all these countries impact each other, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm probably in favor of a night watchman state where basically the state only exists to protect property rights. Okay. So to summarize, communist, Nazi, found Jesus, disavowed my old ways, and now I hate the state. And it's hey, good of black women. And I'm afraid of black women. Don't hate it's them, not just hate. afraid of them. Just afraid. Yeah, it's not hate, it's just scary. <laughs> well, time to start up another Naked and Afraid series, and we'll starting with you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Putting them in the hood. <laughs> Surviving the projects for 48 hours. Uh, I I'm somehow going to find where you live and let your uh, future wife know this and be like, hey, can you put a cardboard cutout of uh, Oprah in the bathroom? <laughs> He, I, he I will enters say the bathroom, this. just shits and dies, just <laughs> right there on the floor. Shit my entire organs out at once. All yeah, of them. dead. On the spot, right when he walks through the doors. I will say another thing about the COVID deal, because I, I will at least say my state. I live in the state of Minnesota, so I got to see the Floyd riots firsthand. Dude, you must and, be uh, scared constantly. <laughs> I, don't go to the, I don't go to Minneapolis anymore. I used to love that city. It used to just be the city of hipsters, and you stayed away from North Minneapolis unless you wanted to die. But now it's... Now it's just, like, too many black women. <laughs> too many black women. But, uh... <laughs> all of, basically, the police don't exist in Minneapolis anymore. Like, they kind They'll... They will arrest people sometimes, and the district attorneys will let you off if you're black. I'm not joking. That's just happening. It's... That's actual racism. <laughs> Yeah, no. Like, um, jokes aside, like we all know that you're not racist. Yeah, but Minneapolis and St. Paul have been just ruined. But you're not I, I was also disgusted by the police and their actions around then, like shooting. Uh, if you didn't stay in 
your house when, once they had called the curfew. Even if you were sitting on the porch, they were sh shooting you with uh, those 40 millimeter rubber grenades, rubber bombs, whatever. I'm a, they call I'm them rubber bullets on the news, but I just I'll pick them up and eat them when everyone's off my chest. The riots. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and they would just blast people on their porches. Like, they're, they're not out rioting. And caved in his school. So, that, no, you that don't also... understand. Those people peacefully sitting on the porch, domestic terrorists, all of them. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell you plenty about this state and how much it's fucking shat the bed in the last five years. I mean, like, I could tell you the same, like, since Colorado legalized marijuana. Mm-hmm. That was absolute shit the bed moment. That wasn't yeah, shitting the bed. Imagine. That 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 was shitting on the front porch. Actually, <laughs> that was shitting <laughs> on the front porch, the PC, the keyboard, the monitor, the walls. It was shit, shit everywhere. Just shit everywhere. Like, shit everywhere, and then you bust it. It busted on your guns. I too. love how a bunch of Californians came in. They're just like, "Wow, this is a beautiful state. Let's cut down all the Let's trees. ruin it. Let's yeah. ruin it." Doing... Dude, honestly, can, okay, can okay hear just, me out. Can we can... compromise instead of building a wall around Mexico? Can we just build one around Canada? Yes. Around California? No. Yes. But even better, can we somehow make another fault line that runs the entire like northern to like eastern coast? of california and just trigger some kind of like mega super like earthquake that completely detaches california from the united states and then put a bunch of tugboats and push it like all the way out past hawaii and just give it to like the asians and that way we don't have to deal with it they can go uh, over I there just they, can the Chinese. they practically own it already exactly you know we we did fucking uncle sniffy to call the mexican president he's like Hey, bud, California. Uncle Sniffy. <laughs> I did, but anyways, we're like, hey, there, Mexican president, oh, you can have yeah. California back. By the way, no give backs. No I don't know. I think if he tried to do that, he'd fuck it up somehow. He, well, he called the Mexican president him. fat. You say, you Listen, say look, uh, you say, look, Biden. If you do this right, we will give you three children to sniff and a pint of Ben and Jerry's. Jesus Christ. I, I just don't think there's much left up there at this point with that guy. What? Well, there's no, enough. He's fine. Yeah, he's totally not fucking brain dead or at very least have a all time. Oh yeah, he's he's got turbo sundowners. Like they've got him on so many uppers every time he's out and about. It's very funny. It's sad. It's elder it's abuse, sad, but yeah. it's kind of funny. Dude, I, I would pay almost any amount of money to watch him try to give a speech without any prompt or anything. I'd love to see oh, him go at it, it with uh, Robert F. Kennedy. That'd be wild. I think, uh, yeah, Biden's definitely just got, like, mashed potatoes up there now. Like, there's nothing... Yeah, you know <laughs> what it good. is? It... Joe Biden's little hamster that makes him think is now skeletal at this point. Yeah, like it's just, it's goop. That's all that's up there is goop. <laughs> it's, not, it, it's not, it's not okay. It's not, it's not ham the hamster, the Syrian hamster. Yes. It's, Joe, as long as Joe it's not Biden goes to try and think, and it's like uh, trying to stalk your call whenever you uh, haven't for a few years, just black smoke billing out. <laughs> I mean, you joke, but it, it literally is like that.
Yeah, I mean, at least you can fix a vehicle. I mean, there's no fixing that. Uh, dude, Joe Biden is like trying to fix a German car and goddamn, uh, uh, like with with no BMW like dealerships around. Like, no, no, just, Joe Biden is like getting a mentally retarded child to try and fix a BMW. Dude, I think you could probably literally give a monkey a ten mil socket and it would probably do better than whatever like Biden's attempting. <laughs> You could give a monkey like a banana and a 10 mil socket and it'll probably fix at least something. Or, Dude, or, I think the dead raccoon next to my trash can could do a better job than Joe Biden. <laughs> You're not wrong. Dude, honestly, so it's it's, a, it's wrong. sad to watch. It, it, like, it genuinely hurts to watch because he's just like... Mm -hmm. Dude, it used to be funny to watch his speeches where he just says off the wall shit like God saved the now I watch it and I'm like, wow, I'm <laughs> I'm just sad. Yeah, it used to genuinely kind of be funny where he just say like random shit. And now it's just like, damn, it'd be like that. Dude, if I ever become like Joe Biden, I hope my daughter is kind enough to just shoot me. Just yeah, end it. Put all yelling down. Just take me out to the lake. Let me watch one. Can, list, can we go for like one other theory? Like, what if the random gibberish that Joe Biden spews is actually like prophetic? <laughs> it's secret code Biden that only schizophrenic. Yeah, what, what if he's a prophet? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that Joe Biden's a prophet. It's more like he's like an oracle. One of the crazy ones that makes that personal profit. Here's what it is, right? Joe Biden's like an old rock and roll song. You just gotta slow it down and play what he says backwards to get the real message. <laughs> Funny, it only just says that he hates black people. It says the N-word a lot, too. Weird. Uh, I mean, to it be really fair... Does. Um, he's from urban jungles. Honestly, he, he might have been more a Nazi than you. Goddamn, that dude really likes that word. <laughs> Joe Biden just really... Uh, Joe Biden seems like the type of guy that would uh, casually say the N-word. He else is. Did. Have you seen any of his, like, any of his older, like, shit? Yeah, I have. I mean, There's, the, like, the, the, a trillion the... clips of it. Dude, Joe Biden is, uh, is just fucking white Obama. Obama had thoughts. No, no, no. I'm sorry. You know what it is? Joe Biden and uh, Obama, like when you you and a buddy pick the same character in a fighting game, the alternate skin. <laughs> I, I guess I would call Obama Shadow Biden. <laughs> Shadow Biden. <laughs> are we starting up the racism thing again here? Hell <laughs> yeah, we are. I'm going to start ranking... I'm gonna start ranking AKs and assholes episodes on how racist they were. Um, this, this is number one, one baby. This one's yeah. probably number one or number two. It might be right behind Cappy. <laughs> I, I don't know. My my favorite part of this podcast is hey, is your girlfriend black? Yeah, God no. Oh God no. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say it's racism. I, I'd I, say it's racial you know humor. No, no, Yo. it's okay, dude. I understand. Oh, don't Toenail. want to uh, pollute your alien genes. I get you. Oh, God. <laughs> Toenail, I think I found a soundbite for your fucking opening for this fucking segment. 
Just Jimmy, the part, come on. Just, just the part where it's just like, is your girlfriend black? God no. It's <laughs> gonna be part of the opening. Oh god. Uh, if you soundbite that, please, uh, please fucking send it to me. I want to make it my new text tone. God no. God no. <laughs> oh fuck. Like, I, I was gonna spot. tell I her love like the normal oh, an assholes podcast opening. I don't know if I could give it this fucking cast that opening <laughs> after everything. Like, I have fucking, I have you. Marvin Heemeyer in it. I have Malcolm X in it, and I have fucking uh, Charlie Chaplin in the fucking AKs and assholes opening. Like it's two funny. of them, two of them astutely anti-racist, and like <laughs> I don't think I can like confidently put that opening in this fucking segment. <laughs> Malcolm X was awesome, man. Dude, no, Malcolm X. The fact that he knew that the CIA was going to kill him, too, is like the saddest part. To be fair, it's not really, though. Like, the CIA kind of has a habit of... Uh... No, he literally said, if I don't go to this, then they're going to kill my family, so I'm just going to go and die. Jeez. Yeah, that Mal was literally he knew that the CIA was gonna kill now, him. Now this might show how racist I used to well, I was never outright I hate any race, but uh I, I used to when I was studying American history in the military academy in Russia, since we we're all supposed to pick a country and learn about it, shit like that. I used to mistake Malcolm X and uh, Muhammad Ali for like the longest time. <laughs> I mean, in your defense, they were both very anti-racist. Yeah, and I used to think that Muslims prayed to Muhammad Ali. I was like, yeah, oh my god, like, <laughs> but like, the Prophet Muhammad Ali. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, wow, that's kind of cool. But like, they God's chosen any other pastors. <laughs> my religious professor was like, excuse me, and he's like, no, no, they they prayed that no Muhammad Ali was Muslim and took that name. They did not pray to Muhammad Ali. I'm like, oh, okay, damn it. <laughs> But I'll you know, imagine a tagline you could use for your religion. Blessed is his right hook. <laughs> oh, fuck. I hate this. Blessed is his right hook. That's pretty based. Yeah, I mean, you know, Muhammad Ali, I mean, it's the same thing as us joking about praying to Dale Earnhardt. Hey, I didn't wait. Think that, I'm gonna Don't make honest, fun of my religion. I didn't think that was a joke, Pib. <laughs> No, I, I'm a fucking hardcore Christian, dude. I, I don't pray to anyone, but, uh... Muhammad Ali. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, baby. What are you doing down here? Oh. Someone's getting a blowy. <laughs> dude, I hate how you talk, dude. I'm just like, oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh someone's getting a blowy <laughs> oh god uh hey hey can you say woo just to bother toast please i have dignity I have no dignity. you don't after that entire conversation you cannot firmly say that you have dignity i have sexual dignity Ooh. i don't have much in this life but i've got Ooh. that Ooh, woo daddy <laughs> Jesus. Can you imagine, like, what, like, imagine your toenails wife and you're cheating 
on him, but like toenails in the bed when the other guy comes to the room and he just hears ooh daddy imagine being the federal agent raiding toenails house as you feel a hand cover your mouth and you hear ooh ooh daddy in your ear and the last thing you can hear is the snapping of your own neck the last thing you can hear is the stretching of your anus what are you talking about tomato tomato pelvis neck either way my dick's going to Jesus. Either way, I'm, I'm, I'm making a hole. You know, either way, I'm making a hole. I mean, it doesn't really so, matter uh, how it goes from there. So I guess uh, my political shit is next, and it's easy watching uh, your original government throw away the life of your friends, and then realizing your new government is the same. Kind of makes you just say, "Fuck it." Meet the new I kind of opened. I, I kind of opened your eyes to that one, though. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, really I'm like, wait, Ghost is kind of right. Like, if the government wasn't around, I could totally go kill pedophiles just for yeah, fun. That's my best argument for like people in general. The government is what is preventing you from killing pedophiles. <sighs> yeah, a- and I wouldn't say that I'm anything. I want to be left calmly alone. I don't care to help people unless I like them. I don't want people helping me. I want people to fuck off, stay off of my land, leave me alone, and uh, preferably uh, die away from me. So, Pave is basically just a boomer, but... I was thinking agorist, but there's not much of a difference, to be fair. Gorillatarian. <laughs> Gorillatarian. Gorillatarian. I just want a grill, for God's no, sake. No, no, but, but I will say this. No, 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 not Grillatarian. He's a Gorillatarian. But, but here's the thing, Obama. right? With my <laughs> line of walk... Because I've given up on people at this time. I think we're always going to be killing each other. But as someone who can profit from that, <laughs> I-, I love it when lesser governments are like, oh, no, we can't fight these people. Here's a lot of money to do it for. And then it's funny because you get times when they're like, well, what if we don't pay you? It's like, dude, you, you had to hire us to beat these people. Why do I think you can beat us? need to start our own mercenary country. I mean, I, I joke with my boss, because we're a... Uh, I'm going putting into my Powerball tickets company. I'm putting my Powerball tickets that. tomorrow. If I win, fucking, we are starting up our own company, boys. <laughs> I mean, I, I tell my boss, because I like toast, walk uh, private security, but I keep telling the boss we just need to uh, middle gear solid this shit for real and buy uh, oil rig. Hell yeah. But, but Toast will disagree that we do the same thing, but we both do security. Yours is we, a bit more um, hands-on. Water. <laughs> no, we don't fucking sell children to fucking pedophiles. That's fair. No, they're That's more fair. wet work than, than black water. No, just sometimes governments ask us to uh, convince somebody to take a... Uh, a invitation for a meeting and we show follow them from one spot to another in a safe storage unit on the vehicle preferably the trunk <laughs> because yeah, it's, it's the safest spot during <laughs> um a crash we'll go with that but well not to mention it's really gross when they decide to piss in it but if they piss in it we tie them to the front of the hood kind of like you do a day after you hunt it based what and then the they're not gonna shoot at. Man, this uh, is Africa, really worse than uh, okay, Africa. Africa. That makes sense. 
This is really worse than I expected this episode to be. Um, <laughs> also, it's really fun. Well, when it, it's your Africa... problem. It's your problem in two weeks, Tonell, not mine. Um, but the thing nice. about Africa is Very a lot cool. of them are pretty educated with English. So when someone surrenders and you question them and you threaten to shove them into a plane propeller to make them look like a manatee at a boat race, they generally get the idea that you're not playing around with them. Fair. Well, but that, that makes me sad because I don't like the thought of manatees getting injured. So bakelite mags or slab mags? Slab. Oh, was that a question to everyone? Yeah. Um, I like the aesthetic of bakes. Wait, I'll be that? honest. Bakelite is one of the collectible, like, collectible items, but collectible. you don't actually... So, He's yeah, Chinese, okay. boys. Correctiburr. Correctiburr <laughs> iTerm. Yeah, but like, I carry one Bakelite as my last mag, just because it's easy to ID and say, oh shit, uh, this is my last one. But I wouldn't typically use them. I like them so much, though. Though I do. They, they are really so. nice, but but I will give you this warning, man, about going to Africa. There were a lot of black women. You might be too scared to go. Yeah, that's true. That's your first deployment. It's my first concern. That's, are there yeah, black women there? I'm scared of them. <laughs> after after I start up the PMC company, your first deployment spike is gonna be Africa, Uganda, you protecting going... a village of only women. Yep. <laughs> Truly. So, and now, are you afraid of, of you're, black you're, you're gonna, you're, like... Your screams are gonna make up a, the next African mythos. <laughs> there are stories of the now, <laughs> scared hey, white man. Stop. At what age does, that, does the black bowl become why? a black woman to be scared of? That was you? French, you fucking asshole. I hate you. That was... I mean, to be fair, the French did colonize most of Africa, so... Yeah, yeah like the important place, like Rhodesia. Oh, wait, that, that was, was the British, you idiot, Yeah, that was England. Mother... Same mm. fucking thing. The French and English are basically the same thing. They're just... No, one likes uh, cigarettes and snails. The other one likes to be retarded. The other one likes get to stabbed. get stabbed in acid attacks. Yep. But yeah, to be fair, that was a bad accent. I mean, if you ask me, British and French are just Britain and gay Britain. I gotta say, though, Nigerians are a lot of fun. Um, my community college was full of them. I, I, it was great. I'm so guessing no uh, Nigerian women, though? I mean... Actually, funnily enough, one of them I got to be pretty good friends with. She was, she was a lot of fun. I have to How go take care of my kids now. Fail? What was that? I said, how did you get over your fear of them? I don't know. I think I was just blinded by the accent. It's so much fun. You got the, the Nigerian accent. Everybody sounds happy, even if they're telling you terrible news. Yeah, my I will say that died. the African people. <laughs> exactly. My child it's was beaten by a hippopotamus. In general, right? Like I've been to places oh. in Africa where the dudes like, yes, this rebel group took my father out and butchered him in front of me, and he's saying it like he's happy. I'm like, yeah, dude, I don't get along with my daddy either. I get you. I, I think a lot of it just has to do with the brutality of life in Africa. I mean, like, every day really is a gift over there. Like, if you're alive, yeah, you're, you're just like, oh, 
Hey, I didn't die of cholera. It's a good day. <laughs> yeah, I followed this Nigerian Catholic priest on Twitter, and he just posts crazy shit. Like, it was... It was a picture of a, a a young boy with a bunch of cuts and bruises, and it was like, This boy was swallowed by a hippopotamus and then spat out. Glory to God. It's like, oh my <laughs> Jesus god. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dude, I will say this, though. If any country was to start fucking Catholic crusades again, my money's on Africa at this point. Yeah, I think Africa is really the only place where you find the majority of people earnestly believe their religion. You yeah, but else to believe it. Crusades, I'm gonna be like men in suits and armors and souls. Your ass is getting hit with a rusty-ass machete at some point. Oh god, we're going to Rwanda, boys. Hey, look, I'm not defending what happened in Rwanda, but what I am gonna say is uh, maybe if they uh, got good, it wouldn't have happened. I mean, mathematically, it was the most efficient. For how long it lasted. I don't know, maybe it's my religion mixed with everything I've done in life, but at this point I don't view it as, oh, I killed people, it's just, oh, if God didn't want them to die, they wouldn't have. <laughs> That's like the guys in the Middle East who... God wills it. Yeah, inshallah, brother, inshallah. And they'll walk it out in the middle of a gunfight, holding their RPG at their side, just not really giving a shit. Inshallah. Well, yeah, inshallah. I mean, you know... I'm gonna be honest, dude, I stand Jamshid, that dude's a baller. <laughs> Jamshid! <laughs> the goddamn that... United States military just hunkered down behind a sand hill and he's just like, whatever, walks out, fires an RPG, stands there, smokes a cigarette, and just walks back. <laughs> Dude, Jim Chi is, is someone that I would never want to fight in battle because there is nothing you can do to that man that will uh, bother him. He has plot armor. Well, I mean, he's yeah. dead, so... Oh, what, no. he died? I thought, yeah, he, really? Yeah, yeah, he died in, like, 2018. Oh, no, he didn't. Jim lives on within all of us. Yep, embrace Jim Sheed. Yeah, he can't be killed. He's got plot armor. I would like to think Jim is now a title and not an individual. Yes. We are Even all Jim Sheed. <laughs> no, we're we're Jim Sheed at the end of the day, you know. You you think people over there pray to Jim Cheed before they shoot their RPG for a uh, to guide their uh, rocket to the enemy? Instead of going I Kobe, would. you just go Jim Cheed. Jim Cheed. Fucking damn it! I got two alligators on my property now. Oh, base similar to me. I'll cook it. I'll bring. I'll send you some. Dude, dude, I fucking love Cajuns. When I got into gunsmithing, this guy, deep-ass Cajun accent, he's like, hey, I can't pay you, but if I bring you some fresh gate, I'm like, yeah, dude, sounds good. This man shows up in a pickup truck the next day with a fucking eight-foot alligator taped up in it. He's like, it's fresh. I'm like, oh, okay. Dude, you don't underestimate this. Listen, Florida gets all the gets all the cool shit. Like, they, they get the, oh, they're crazy and they smoke crack. But I promise you, we're way more crazy and smoke way more crack over here. We just <laughs> we, we just don't talk about it. Dude, I'm just saying that Cajun people in airboats should be some special unit in the U.S. Navy. Uh, I'm telling you, we, we are. We literally, we wrestle alligators, dude. So it's funny you right. say that because I know a Cajun dude that was an 
he was on an oil rig over in Africa and was captured by one of the um, one of the tribes out there and was held ransom for I want to say it was like three cows and sixteen goats. And What? they treated him, yeah, yeah, and they treated him really well, and was like, "Yeah, we're just we're we know that your boss is gonna pay you, so uh, just get comfortable. It'll be a couple weeks." And uh, it, he got comfortable. It was a couple weeks later. He was ransomed for three cows and sixteen goats. Pretty good deal, honestly. Three Dude, thousand. I, I've got Dude. to say this: Yes. if you ever go to Africa and look at the prices, like I remember the first time we went on a job, I always bring my wife and a sister a gift back, and at the time, my mom found this beautiful bracelet. Like, hey, how much is this? They're like, yeah, it's like five million, whatever. I'm like, oh, holy shit! And he's like, oh no, for you, that is. Two U.S. dollars. I'm like, oh, okay, but like it was five, and, he, and that dude just followed me around for most of the day. Then, <laughs> if it wasn't for all the suspicious meat, bush meat in Africa, I think I'd thrive there. Honestly, that shit sounds delicious. Mystery meat, dude. Listen, I've eaten at Chinese restaurants. They're like, there's nothing different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I gotta say this. I, I'm not not trying to be racist and perpetuate stereotype. But in Southeast Texas, the amount of uh, Asian restaurants next to uh, vet clinics is a little bit too high to, uh, you know. <laughs> Cajuns are cool, though. I, I yeah, think uh, if the North went to complete shit, I mean, we're going there already. But once it finally turns into liberal nightmare land, think in Louisiana. Because we're based. All that and the swamps are cool, and I want to hang out with a guy named like Bubba who has one tooth and goes, "Hang out, ding ding, talk about gators." Well, I don't know, dude. Problem. With your voice, the uh, the Cajuns might be something else. <laughs> you got more yeah, out there, boy. I knew a uh, I knew a fella named Bubba. He used to work at the range we worked at. Uh, dude, saying Bubba in Louisiana does not name it with that. <laughs> he, dude, he he looked like a guy named Bubba. All right, I'll put it that way. <laughs> let me let me put it this way, right? Right now, I work with a guy named Tweed. I don't know him by anything other than Tweed. And listen, dude, listen. He only wears blue jean overalls. That's it. That's <laughs> all he wears. Blue jean overalls, dude. If if you start if you stuck like like one of those like, very stereotypical like put a weed in his mouth type of thing, yeah, like he he'd look like Farmer John. I'm not kidding you. Like <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie, when I think of Bubba, I think a uh, fat dude wearing only over overalls with like one of the straps not fastened and a trucker cap. Dude, that that's 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 Tweed. That's actually Tweed. Like think think about that. That is Tweed. And I don't know him by anything else. I don't. I don't know if he even has a real name. I think he just came out. His mom was like, "That boy looks like a tweed," and then that was it. Like, Dude, I don't think Cajun. Not even a birth certificate. He was born in the bush. I don't. I don't think Cajun people are born. I think their parents just kind of ride around the airboat and find a baby in like an alligator nest, and they're like, "Yes, this." Cajuns aren't born. They're hatched. We're hatched. Yeah. <laughs> Literally had they you. know they're just created through like fucking uh like a jump, right? Like a fucking Cajun man just sleeps and wakes up and has a sun laying next to him. God damn it. Man, this has been a very interesting discussion. Yes, it has been interesting. You know, 
You know something I really I really want to talk about is um I really want to talk about um how cringe the uh the gun tuber community God, has I gotten. hate them so much. <laughs> can, can I get me mad? That's that's how you do it. <laughs> Holy listen, shit. I'm gonna be honest, dude. Where there's the fuck do like, we start? Uh, okay, listen, there, there's a few who are like off limits right no grantham. number one it's, it's it's like our boys right so we we've got for sure grantham he's off limits because he's not cringe um just his I fans mean, his fans are cringe. Like, i i, I like grantham but but he kind of perpetuates the cringe in the in the in his community so it's kind of like you gotta put up with him because they're all gun autists like they're just like egg firearm eh. It's it's like like to to like Grantham to a firearm autist is basically Coco Melon to a two year old. Like, <laughs> we, have, we have to Fair. watch it. Fair. Fair. Can I just say I, the I thing I hate about, about gun tubers is how unsafe they and I do dumb shit with firearms. Like, at least I'm not fucking recording it and just hoping that uh telling children to do it. Yeah, because, yeah. like, I, I get it. We all do. I've got fucking around 70,000 pounds of Tannerite on my property in various locations. <laughs> Just waiting for the feds. No, no, no. It's in my tunnel system. We call it the Alamo. If the feds ever raid the company, the last man alive puts a shot into it. <laughs> Based. That's so fucking cool. Just level so if y'all ever hear about a ma mass explosion in southeast Texas, uh, you know they got me. You but know. it's just like how stupid they are where they're like, Baha, we're going to shoot this gun safe with all these guns, and if it ricochets and kills us, well, fucking there's like three gun tubers I can think are, are off limits, and that's, um, that's Grantham, that's PSR, and Balaclava Boy. Other than that, dude, there, there's not too many I would, uh, well, fuck Lucas Bakken. Fuck Dude, that guy. No. Dude, no, no, stop. Lucas Bakken is not a gun tuber. He's a tactical twink that you can buy items 50% more expensive than where they would be anywhere else. And the oh, ones that, the, the items that Lucas Bakken like does make is they're garbage like they fall apart they're they're literally hot garbage the, yeah, the only I, good thing on his stores is the shit other people would make that he's he's marking up like that's it see i, I like grantham because when he does some dumb shit too i mean like i like the oh is a shotgun deadly and he blows up the dummies he's like if you can see they would have died it's like yeah it, it's like a thousand ways to die where it's like yeah who knew decapitation was uh not healthy Oh, also one more gun tuber that's off limits. Uh, Paul Harrell, he's pretty big. Yeah, oh yeah, Paul, Paul Harrell. Harrell, definitely. I like Coke Man too. If anybody. Uh, Paul him. Harrell lives in my state and like ten minutes away from my brother. Nice. Dude. Should go visit and, him. Now, my most hated gun tuber is Hitchcock forty five because he just seems like a cunt. He's a fud. Yeah, he's, he's a, a fud. fud. Donate to the NRA today, and we got our yeah. money, our bullets from Bud's <laughs> yeah. Gun Shop, who will from also donate to shop. the NRA. And we oh, get well, money to the NRA. Him, right? Is he's like, yeah, no one needs the machine gun when he owns them. It's like, dude, you're kind of a cunt. And uh, I hope you yeah. fall and break your fucking hip. No, I that honestly, dude. It, Hitchcock I, forty five dissolves to be put in a nursing home. Yeah, I agree. He needs to go straight to the nursing home. 
<laughs> where he like screams, "Good, good!" is like his last dying breath. Forty-five, but forty-five. Uh. And he <laughs> shits and dies or something. I don't know. Dude, I'm, sadly though, the only thing that can kill a fud is when they stop believing in Sam Colt. Stop <laughs> <laughs> Sam Colt. Jesus. He'll oh save God. us all Those one day. He'll come back again. <laughs> fucking what? Hitchcock 45 has a fucking shrine to Samuel Colt in his closet. <laughs> Which is which is the wrong shrine? It should be John Moses Browning. Yeah, John Moses Browning is who it should yeah, be. Yeah, that's I'm fucking praying, dead Jesus. And I love the forty-five. I will now commit sabuku with this uh, nineteen eleven. Oh, I just like John Moses Browning, just for from an engineering perspective. Fuck that guy was a. No, no, he was a genius. One hundred and seventy-three patents, boys. One hundred and seventy-three patents over the course of thirty years. Dude, my favorite thing is how the fucking army at one point's like, hey, buddy, can we get a new rifle? And like a month later, he's like, yep, here you go. And it's perfect in every way. Dude, I, I, and you know what's funny? My brother-in-law, Marine, he was talking shit. He goes, yeah, people make a big deal about him, but like no one uses his guns anymore. Hey, go dipshit. He goes, well, I'm like, you know that M2HB like on every tank yeah, and everything the military owns? He goes, yeah, I'm like, yeah, he made that. Because, no, he's dead. He did. I'm like, no, but he fucking invented the gun, dipshit. Yeah, I think the M2 will outlive uh, all of us. Definitely. Dude, the M2 is gonna fucking... There will be people shooting laser weapons, and the M2 will still be around. The M2 will be on the side of a space shuttle. And they'll like, be I'm using it to lie. hit space really spaceships. I'm really surprised that in the 40k universe, the fucking M2 isn't still fucking knocking around. What are our thoughts about uh, Risky Crisky on YouTube? If anybody's I've watched a little bit of his stuff. I haven't watched him a whole lot. I, I haven't watched him. just did his face reveal. I, yeah, I was kind of shocked he did that. I, I, I gotta weird, say, I like weird him. Weird vibes just, from him. I like how insane he is. But... <laughs> And I think he offers good advice, especially because everybody wants to be operator. But let's be honest, like one out of every 1,000 plus are going to be that. You guys got to know grunt shit. He and nobody on YouTube teaches else, grunt shit. But, yeah. They just go and watch T-Rex on this <laughs> and learn how to die. Dude, what do you mean? Because okay. you already know where the fucking targets are? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watching T Rex on him. Think about watching lie, that little tactical the... twink twink is that he, he runs around. A he knows he knows where the targets are, right? So so you shouldn't be messing up at all, right? If you if you already know where the targets are, it should be one hundred percent perfect every run, even even if you've never ran it before, because you know where they are. But the dude is like he's barreled down around corners and then just like sprinting across them. He's like, eh, eh, and, I, and like and I'm like, bro, why are you showing people this? You're literally teaching people how to die. Like, beats off. And I gotta say that a yeah, lot literally, of you're teaching airsoft tactics, dude. Yeah, he's a speed softer. Yeah, I mean, and no, another yeah. thing I don't like that a lot of gun tubers get into is the this is how you clear your house. It's like, yeah, if you don't know what you're doing, that's a real quick way to wind up uh, face down dying. Yeah, uh, here's a tip don't. 
Yeah, don't. You're going to die. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you... With all my experience in the Russian BDV and the security, I do not clear my own house. Every wall has, like, fucking metal in it and a uh, hole. If I thank you in the house, I'm just going to shoot you through the hole and uh, bail you in the backyard somewhere. I'm going to be honest. Don't clear houses. Just throw nades. I thought about declaring houses so up in the mountains the caucuses get called up as a machine gun I'm like oh we're gonna clear a house with a machine gun guy goes kinda being like seven or eight other machine guns just dumped two belts into the house and then they <laughs> shot it like eight times with tanks and they're like yep yeah, house cleared and someone I go yeah but what about the bodies he goes oh they're probably dead if not they're gonna be soon <laughs> that's yeah, like, like that classic video of uh the the i don't remember who it was just somebody in the russian military dealing with terrorists inside of a building and they just rolled up a btr and fucking leveled it oh no no that wasn't terrorists so what that was is i know what video you're talking about oh uh, okay that was a that was a fucking pre-k and some dude basically said i have a gun and all these kids hostages but then all the kids and the teachers showed up. They're like, no, nah, we went out the back and we're here. And so the Russian government, so the guy actually tried to negotiate. He's like, no, I, I lie. And the Russian military goes, yeah, we're not giving you anything either. You come out or we're going to kill you. He goes, you won't kill me. To which the Russian government and the full video, the, we pulled, they basically emptied that BTL of all of its ammunition and then drove it over the building like a thousand times. Beast. And then what's funny is they didn't even claim this dude's body. The family got his body back like six weeks later after they got around to clearing the rubble. God, that's amazing. Yeah, and the, the family's like, why didn't he give us his family? And they're like, well, you don't have to bury him if we just leave him in there. I mean, that's, very based. That, that, that's a real point. Yeah. No need to bury the costs. I mean, there's there's another video similar got taken off of YouTube. Uh, guy basically said, I have a bomb in my house. And this guy was like me. He lived in the middle of nowhere. So the Russian government basically said, okie dokie, wait in your house. We're sending a negotiator. And they just dropped a fucking 12,000 pound bomb on his house. <laughs> you fuck nerd. Sure I'm like, gee, can you imagine you here? Yeah, we'll give you what you want. And then you're like, huh. That's weird. I'm not on any flight paths. Basically, here's the story. The Russian government loves to bully people, and if you make yourself a target, they're going to choose to bully you. Makes sense. So, you know, Americans are like, oh, police brutality. At least the police haven't uh, J-dammed anyone's house just yet. Honestly, we're getting there, though. Like, we're giving them all the military supplies they could ever want. That's when oh, we really yeah. messed up. Dude, we really messed up by, like, letting cops have anything other than a pump-action 12-gauge and a, like, 32 for revolver. Oh, The cops back in The fact that cops have MRAPs fucking scare the crap out of me. Yeah, exactly. Like, they I don't fucking know, like, ATs and MRAPs and shit like that. Like, fuck. We all need to learn the art of the shaped charge. I I'm not going to lie. The best thing In about for a major security <laughs> company is we have access to explosives and other big weapons. So uh, it kind of evens the playing field for us. 
I'm so glad that you have an even playing field. I do not. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I remember at one point the... Uh, I have golf ball-sized buckshot aimed for your nuts. That's what I have. So, so speaking of that shit, man, I think I put it in the group chat. My, uh, my wife, she was taking care of my sister when I was on this last job. She said that some government inspect, like, county inspector showed up and was like, yeah, this shed is uh, against, we're going to tax y'all for it. And then they came across the tunnels and she said this guy just gave her a look, threw away the paper, and said he was leaving, like, super upset at himself. Wait, you actually have tunnels? Yeah. Oh my god. I did not oh, want to no. walk. So my job site is within walking distance, and I got tired of my boots getting wet. So you built a tunnel? Yeah, yeah I've got like all the gear that we have, like in between me and the boss's property, there would be five, six hundred uh, acres. We have like eighty something miles of tunnels. That's they're, they're wow. It's too. So you, you know, you the, the dig cool, those yeah, hand, it's got right? booby traps in it too because we all got drunk and watched the last Rambo movie. And we're like, oh, that's cool. So uh, any federal agent that raids my property know that if you survive, you will be uh, drugged through the tunnels, and I will watch you through the security camera when I uh, pleasure myself. <laughs> Very nice. So are these like Viet Cong tunnels where you got to be crawling, or are these like uh, you can no, stand uh, up? Some parts, yes, but I, I'm five foot seven and have a good five six inches over my head at some point and we've got a few little mopeds because yeah i was gonna say you gotta put mopeds idea. down there or at least electrical so you don't gas yourself no no we do have electrical and uh, co2 alarms which have replaced the shit ton of canaries i bought from pet smart it's a lot cheaper oh <laughs> they replaced the shit ton of canaries what'd you do with the canaries Set them free, uh, obviously. I gave them to a friend that has like a fucking big boathouse. Ate them. No, I don't eat. Everything. Yeah, we're talking to Pibs, so I assumed he like boiled them in a big stew or something. I don't eat every fucking animal I come across, you know. You know, using yeah, the bones okay. to make stock might be kind of good. Probably tastes like I never stock. fucking ate a dog well, or a cat. Bones to make stock is like a pretty common thing to do. Dude, I think a canary might make, like, one cup of stock, if that. <laughs> but if he's got, like, 15 to 20 of them. No, no, I right, had, 15 like, to 20 cups something. of stock. <laughs> it's still only, like, this much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had, like, soup. 40 canaries. And it's, now like, I one got... soup worth of birds. <laughs> you need an entire, like, forest of canaries to make, like, a pot of soup. But no, so now I've got smoke alarms, I've got a lighting system, a PA system, and uh, ventilation that hopefully, if I can figure out how to uh, vaporize the uh, Benadryl, will be pumped in through the uh, ventilation system when there's federal agents in it. Gas them with Benadryl. <laughs> Everybody's going, you're going to say over the PA, everybody go to sleep. And then hit your doomsday button that's comically large. <laughs> no, I'm going to fucking overdose you, them. So no, yeah, the you got, you got to overdose them. So the, the, yeah, the hat man has to come get his toe taxes and <laughs> clip off your toes. 
No, <laughs> oh, he's gonna cut my toes off. Oh, it's like they're like crawling oh, on their back. Also, like, I've, on my which PA system, I will be playing Dancing in the Moonlight whenever there's intruders in there. <laughs> it's very based. You could also do uh, what I the have... Spetsnaz did and do uh, fent fentanyl gas when they tried to no, save no, all those hostages. No, no, false of all, that is a common misconception. So here's the real story. <laughs> the gas did not suffocate them. The soldiers that were told specifically, unstack these civilians, fucked off and went to eat at a fucking local restaurant. <laughs> Based in soldier <laughs> film. <laughs> I'm too hungry for this shit. <laughs> yes, literally. Like, they found the six soldiers at a fucking Russian McDonald's, and they're like, you've killed all these people, and the, the fucking staff sergeant's response was, yeah, but we were hungry. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. So, no, Very it nice. was actually the gas. The gas killed, like, two people, and it was people that were, like, right up on an air vent when they were laying down. Okay. The majority okay. of them died because Russian soldiers kept piling each, piling them on top of each other, and they suffocated. Truly impressive, dude. I was a member of the Spitznaz. Where they they like you to think that they're like. But basically, if you're ever attacked, like Red Dawn happens, the Russian government does not feed its soldiers well. Like throw out some food, and they'll be your new best friends. <laughs> Like, like, especially if you know how to uh, cook Porosky, yeah, give that to them, and you will have friends for life. Oh, hey, I actually can. I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, do that and offer some hot tea with uh, jams and jellies, and uh, and they might kidnap you to uh, cook them food later, but they're not going <laughs> to kill you. Well, at least I won't get killed. Might get raped, but I won't get killed. Yeah, yeah, that I'm not even gonna lie, that that could be a possibility, but just uh I don't know. Just uh close your eyes and think of the queen, I guess. <laughs> what the fuck? I believe this this was a pretty eventful episode. I think we can cut it off here. Yeah, probably. There's a lot of great. um interesting topics covered. Yes, everything from the fear of black women to uh... <laughs> getting raped by Russian soldiers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely a wide net. We learned a lot. We learned about forgiveness and we learned about uh, how, how to make to not, friends with Russian soldiers. How to not get, yeah, how to not get killed when the Russians invade. Yes, uh, also it is worth noting that uh, our eyesight, like the T-Rex, is primarily based on movement. So if you play dead, we will possibly lose interest. We will uh, possibly, if Chechnya was any, uh, the caucuses was any note, we will possibly tie what we think is your body to a pole and use it as target practice. So. Okay, well, you know what? Do you want to end the episode here, Tono? If y'all are cool with it, if you got nothing else to say. You go for it, bro. Yeah, I think we're uh, all good. Yeah. Alright, cool. Well, I got stuff to do. Yeah, I got stuff to do, like, eat and take a shit. So. <laughs> yeah, I've been, like, browsing DoorDash on my other screen here. I'm gonna go, about I, I fucking voodoo. loved when I lived in I'm Wyoming. I'm gonna go play some fucking games with Voodoo. 
Dude, I'm I gonna love, go get groceries I, first and I'll hop on. I love when I lived in Wyoming in a city and could do Dole Dash. Now the only place it delivers is a pizza place. I don't eat pizza, but when I'm feeling nice, I'll buy something and message the driver and be like, look, dude, uh, you, you can have the food I ordered. Just uh, just relax for like an hour. <laughs> Why do you not like pizza? Uh, I don't know. I don't like pizza, pie, or cake. Uh, oh, it's just the bait. dough. Yeah, so uh, due to an injury. Okay, yeah, I hope everybody <laughs> enjoyed the government, episode. Uh, Peace.